in a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it! Do it! Come on! Do it now! This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian... Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all expenses paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current front runner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you could watch or listen to fine dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me. Your boy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, all you gotta do is trust me, it's the number one fuckboy. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, should have asked him how they wanted to be introduced before I started this rant, but momentum will carry me through from the podcast Sex Talk with my mom, it's Cam and Karen Lee Potter. What's up? What an great intro. job. Uh, Woo, that's all stoked. That's exactly how I want to be introduced. All right, yeah, good to too. know. Glad to see you're still awake, Cam. We found out that <laughs> yeah. 
Cam, Cam. Cam's the one percent of the uh, high and mighty listeners that can fall asleep while my New York accent <laughs> is screaming over the top of whatever guests I have. And he, and I he was enjoying to tell it me so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying it so much. the way he wins so friends and influences people by telling him he falls asleep to their podcast. That's Listen, nice. during the pandemic, you got to sleep when you can. Yeah, okay? hey, get, get it in when you can. That's Because, you know, at night, it's crippled with anxiety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My anxiety is higher during the day, I will oh, say. Oh, boy, yeah. the two of you. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you, have do you, you ever have... heard of Klonopin? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Um, I uh, I've heard about it numerous times. But anxiety hits you at night, Cam. Oh yeah, like I can fall asleep easily. That's that's my advantage I have in life. But then when I wake up, anxiety anxiety settles in very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. This is the three of us here. We're all on the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it might be indicative of a lot of people's current situations across the. Uh, <laughs> I think it doesn't even have to be current. It's just for whatever reason, it is what it is. Anxiety <laughs> creeps up in the middle of the night, and you're like freaking out about something. In the morning, you wake up like, why was I upset about that? Yeah, I don't remember exact. Oh, I guess I'm not as concerned about my blood pressure as I was thinking about at three thirty in the morning for some reason. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, well, guys, thank you for doing High and Mighty. Uh, this is very exciting. I definitely our first mother and son duo we've had on the podcast. Uh, Yay! Yeah, I, I've had several mothers, had uh, a number of sons, but rarely have I had a mother and a son. This is wild. Tell us a little bit about because you guys are not only family, you are collaborators, which sounds like an absolute nightmare to me, <laughs> but. <laughs> Your relationship yeah. seems a little better than uh, the ones I'm familiar with. So tell me a little bit. You guys host a podcast together called Sex Talk with My Mom. Tell us, my listeners, yeah. a little bit about what that is. You want to well, go for it, Cam? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of what it sounds like. My mom and I uh, will get on the mic once a week and talk about our sex lives. And uh, it, it, I mean, it gets uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I start sweating usually. And uh, it, we, we kind of go from there. It's not weird because you said we get on a mic and talk about our sex lives, but if you said once a week my mom and I get on the phone and talk about our sex lives, that's when <laughs> yeah. I go like, I don't know. You're like, no, but don't worry. We're monetizing it. It's like, oh, all right. Then, <laughs> We're <yeah>. monetizing <laughs> Thousands of listeners get to experience that, so it makes it, it's normal now. <laughs> Finally, our phone calls can go public. Um, yeah. But that's an amazing relationship for a son and a mom to have to be able to talk about this stuff. Uh, well, Cam, do you want to explain how the how the origin of the podcast came about? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I fucking hate when you do this. She okay, it comes from like tragedies. But she's well, like, I, I was just gonna say, I know the logline of the backstory of the podcast, and I'm uncomfortable saying it. <laughs> and then it's so funny that Karen Lee <laughs> throws you on, like, why don't you tell them, Cam? Every fucking uh, time. Hey, this fun story for you to share. It's a, it's a story of, of tragedy and then begets comedy. So Cam's gonna tell the tragedy. I go, I get the comedy part. Oh, okay. Well, have fun. Great. <laughs> oh, ow. So, I mean, we were close growing up, and then uh, my dad was murdered when I was 17. I am sorry to both so of you. So that's the part that's... I love sharing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, he had two other siblings, one older and one younger. So uh, this this is it. I was married for 24 years, very good marriage. I got married very young when I was 23. So this was a huge shock to our system, and um, when it happened... I just decided, uh, well, this is not going to change our strong family dynamic that we have. And I p- 
picked up uh, the kids by the bootstraps and said, okay, we're just still going to be a proud family. And after a few months, or more than a few months, like a while, six months maybe, I started dating again. Well, yeah, that's uh, uh, my my mom is a widow uh, as well, uh-huh. uh, and she has no desire to start dating again, or at least no desire to tell her thirty eight year old son that she wants to start dating again. Oh, so, wow. yeah. she she should read my book, a Cougar, a Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. <laughs> I should send that to my mom. <laughs> I will give her an autograph copy. <laughs> I will take and you she, up on that. Don't you? She uh, will. She will be very grateful for that. Uh, so we all, I, we all I, will. I, I decided to start a YouTube channel based on my last, I, I, I was searching on YouTube, couldn't find really anything out there for women my age who are widowed or divorced in terms of dating again. And oh, I was about to say, I could find a lot of stuff on the internet about women your age. Because <laughs> that is, I search, uh, I search for that too, but not, I don't think in the same way, in the same way that you're not discussing. looking for hot milfs. <laughs> yeah, no, right. not, no, they're I'm apparently in my area, according to pop-up ads on pornography sites. <laughs> Isn't that wild? I don't know how they know where you live, but they they're do. G- they're like cap- capturing and tagging milfs, like, and then keeping track of them like they're an endangered species. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Two milfs like loose in word. Hollywood. Yeah. I'm not a big promoter of the word milf because I think that's kind of like it puts you in a like a stupid state. It, it I kind like of cougar. Yeah, I think cougar kind of gives the makes it sound like the uh, the person is more has more agency. Milfs are to be hunted. It feels like and yeah, cougars, exactly. cougars are the predator. Yeah. Yeah, and I reinvented the word. And I use the acronym to Cougar, which is confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and a racy woman. Okay. That's me. Okay. All right. Yeah. There you I'm glad go. you approve. All I mean, right. I think, yeah, the cougar term has already been redefined from like a large yeah. hunting cat to an older woman <laughs> who enjoys uh, the a, a certain lifestyle. And now it's an acronym like SCUBA. I think Cougar might be yeah. one of the, the longer acronyms I've heard. This is exciting. Yeah. I have, I have, I'm going to patent it. Anyway, so I couldn't find anything on the internet, so I decided to form my own YouTube channel talking about dating and relationships second time around for my age group. And this was back in like 2012, and women just don't, they didn't even know how to get on the computer, I think, at my age. They, 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 don't, they didn't know how to use YouTube, for sure. So the, I did have a growing audience of 18 to 35-year-old horny dudes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They're, uh, they're out there, and they're ready to be activated. And the only thing they're not right. doing is voting. Uh, but otherwise, <laughs> 18 to 35-year-old horny dudes are all over the internet. Right. And so I um, I basically leaned into it, started like, you know, learning. I mean, I have a background in social work, so I started learning all I could from porn stars, sexologists. I was putting out <laughs> videos, you know, that, that they Cam's wanted. Body some la- of them- Sorry to interrupt you, Karen Lee, but for the listeners, we are on Zoom, but Cam's body language is, I've been around when my mom has been telling embarrassing stories like, uh, Jonathan one time at the pool, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> eye roll. When your mom's like, I started doing research with sexologists and stuff just seeing cam's face like there's it's a hard blend of pride and oh, i can't believe i'm listening to this well, <laughs> cam, you take you take over from there then yeah i i learned uh, the hard way that she was doing this <laughs> no pun intended my i was coming across her videos in my own searches <laughs> like and I, I like I, at first i was like oh my mom's making a youtube channel it's like to help other women get back out there and then I was, I'm looking at these videos and they're like, 
a cougar's tips on oral sex, part three. And I'm like, what the part fuck? Part three? Is- Mom, yeah. six hours? Like, how long? It's, 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 it's a long and, and drawn out topic. How yeah, the hey. fuck do you learn this much? You can talk for hours about it, believe me. Yes, and, and I've learned a lot. So I wanted to impart my knowledge. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So then basically I was like, okay, I, I got to make comedy out of this because otherwise I'll just put my head in the ground and, yeah. and bury it. Um, and so then I was using her book in my stand-up and eventually I, I was like, we should just collaborate and, <laughs> and, and make this podcast together since uh, we're using the same material, you know? You just described like a Black Mirror episode. Like, I was searching Cougar and came across my mom. And thank God it was like (laughs) educational videos and not like something Ted Cruz is downloading on Twitter or some shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) Although today we discussed how my mother, who her friend who's a porn star, was trying to convince her to make her own cam channel. Yeah, that's exactly right. She was making a lot of money. And it was, it was, the thought crossed my mind. But then I thought. Uh, and she's like, you don't even have to have your head on camera. You can just have it like your body. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm a podcaster. People know my voice. That's the problem. <laughs> that would be that would be really weird if you got a huge following of people who just uh, watched your body and you had like a witness protection voice on. It's like, tell me what you want to do. And <laughs> well, people are like, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll corner some weird niche market. And believe you me, in this time when I'm not going out for auditions and there's no real shows to do or touring to do, I've contemplated making a fucking cam <laughs> site. It's go. hard. I, it's I hard not to. And after you should, the show. Yeah, I, I have a very specific audience as well. And I'm <laughs> what like. What would that be? What would that uh, audience look like? Chubby chasers, which are some women, but mostly gay men who are into <laughs> my look. <laughs> Uh, You're a bear. Yes, I'm. Uh, I've been, according to my Instagram DMs, I'm quite the bear. Uh, oh damn! And I don't even know it, <laughs> but I do. Um, but I've I've thought about it, and if I said it out loud in front of my wife, if I was like, I think I can make a couple hundred bucks a week, like eating sandwiches shirtless on OnlyFans or something, she would like say, "Well, I want a fucking house, so pop Go that top it. and grab a hero." <laughs> yeah. So I uh, tr- trust me. The thought keeps crossing my mind. I'm not trying to pressure you in any way, Karen Lee. But uh, yeah, please oh, don't. No, no, no. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I actually, exactly. Cam definitely doesn't want this. Yeah, I thought about it. I, I contemplated it one time. Cam called me up. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm I'm looking into creating my only fam- my only fans page, <laughs> only fans." And he's like, "No, you're not." I'm like, "Yeah, I was thinking that this would be a you know because they don't even a lot of them don't even want you to take your clothes off because they'd like you know to have clothes on." Yeah. You got to find that there's all kinds of, this is, this is an aside that there's no reason to have this talk, but we're on a, I'm interviewing people called sex talk with my mom. So I feel like it's comfortable. Um, that's one of the things that I talk about when I, in my standup, but also like whenever I voice my opinions about pornography is, uh, I miss like storyline. I miss like the craft of porn and like. <laughs> I miss seeing a woman in an outfit that eventually comes off. Like now it's like exclusively she has like glass heels and a bikini on. She's like, I work in real estate. And you're like, I don't understand this outfit. <laughs> like, I just want to see a porn that has like a girl in jeans and like a cute cardigan. Like the way I have had sex previously in life is with a woman who's fully <laughs> dressed at some point And then eventually we're naked to it. And sometimes not even completely naked. But I- in, por- in porn, it becomes so weirdly clinical these days and shit like that. Like the oh. angles are like medical how about the, the storylines are are unbelievable the, yeah. the stepsister well st- 
while let's just get into it. The fucking faux incest, the step incest shit it's is so real. popular. It's it so is pop- the most popular search genre. And I yep. don't un- And Cougars and Milfs are a second. Yeah. So let's break cuz I I I did want to at some point address but like let's why cougar is such a popular term and why milf and older woman is such a and i mean i know why like i've always been into older women like that's always been my thing well, even why? when i and that's what i, I thought help we could also unpack a little <laughs> part part of what i i know what part of it is for me is that i like enjoy like curvy women so like that usually pairs <clears throat> pairs better with mom porn than babysitter porn or you know what i mean like yeah so the search terms always end up being and um it's probably and not the mother-son dynamic but like the teacher-student dynamic the i like the power dynamic there's something about the power dynamic that i find sexy yeah it's like the confidence the status of and for me often the clo- there's clothes involved with like the mil- mil- if, especially if there's a storyline it's like the teacher has like i used to like even business, uh, business wardrobe or businesswoman, like those searches, at least give outfits. Like to, so like those are things that I found myself enjoying. But I'm curious, like when did Cougar? And is it unfortunately all just Oedipal? Like, which not unfortunately, but like is the explanation just like, yeah, sorry, guys are twisted because they grew up around a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> no, is, that, is it it's, all it's, Oedipal it's or is there old. something else? No, it's nothing Oedipal. Oedipal. No. It's not edible. So that's Actually, what I was hoping you'd say. But then there's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just pulled out her book. Her book's called <laughs> "Fuck Games." Date, date cougars. cougars. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, I see. <laughs> Fuck right. games, date cougars. If you had all the answers in this book. You can get on Amazon. <laughs> Fuck games, date cougars by Karen Lee Potter. I, all right. You held it up, and the glare just said, "Here's my book called Fuck Games," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I don't know what that might be about. I I was like, well, all right. Uh, That might. (laughs) Yeah, that's the important thing. Take a better look. It's all about, you know, guys not wanting games, the game playing. That's a big thing, you know, because Cougars are straight shooters. We're we're like independent, um, usually very confident, successful women in their own right who are just there to have fun and to teach and to enjoy sex, life, everything. When I became single, I was you know, devastated. And I don't want to jump into another relationship. Certainly not. I wanted to have fun and a companionship and feel alive again. So there you go. And a cougar, cougar. A, a cougar traditionally, like in the, in the use of the word, in the parlance of our, if I can quote uh, the, uh, the dude, in the parlance of our times, like uh, cougar means older woman, often who is attracted to or seeking out younger men. Correct. Yes. Like in the on a cis hetero normative scale of cougarism, yeah, and, like Samantha and sex and in, in sex in the city, yeah, with with Smith. She, I mean, Samantha went all over the place. You know, she had <laughs> John Slattery for a while. She went with the older P freaks. You know, she went with everybody. But yeah. when she was with Smith, she was pure cougar. Oh damn! I'm impressed by your knowledge. Just Sex and City, dude. Hey, I'm not no, that and, young. <laughs> and you're turning like a red face too. Oh no, that's because I went to the beach yesterday. I have oh, like okay. <laughs> I have like read everything. Oh my god. <laughs> he just showed us his stomach. For those who didn't see what we just saw, we just saw a lot of redness. We saw the uh, the the hosts B cups and how they're sunburnt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a little nip slip right there. Yeah. <laughs> um but so just to go back, the cougar 
I think part of the prevalence of the cougar is the prevalence of like sort of the uh, the there's no more shame behind being a divorced woman or an elderly uh, not elderly an, uh, a woman of age who's an elderly woman a woman <laughs> of age who's not uh, married or doesn't have a, a partner like that used to be something that I mean for both sexes but even harder for women but now there's a lot more you know feminism the, and yeah, all this stuff I would say that that's part of it but it's been around since Ben Franklin. I mean, he was a big promoter of older women for a lot of reasons. You'll see that in my book as well. But oh, I, mean, I think you said a Demi lot of reasons. Moore, oh, don't she even get me. She helped the cause. Don't, <laughs> yeah, get she me. <laughs> don't even get me started on Demi Moore. <laughs> uh, that makes total. You also said the, a word in there that was, you know, uh, when you were describing cougars, you said the word teach. I think for a lot of young men, that's yeah. exciting too, as a woman with experience. And also, a woman with experience, arguably, or with a broader sense of life where there's less, for young men, I guess there's like less stress, not less stress, but you can feel better about yourself because- More accepting. There's more acceptance. Ex oh, that's the word I was looking, thank you. There's more acceptance, so you feel, you're like, heck, this is like, you're, you've been around the block more, you know the, and I don't even mean that in a sexual way, you've just like lived your life more, so you've seen more things and you're more open-minded or- more at least like uh, I'm not judging you. I've been through the ringer. I've lived life like, I, and there's something sexy and and uh, a freeing about that. Yeah, and a lot of times, I, I in the book, I literally have like hundreds of quotes from guys that said, you know, their first or their first positive experience sexually was with an older woman, and they've always tried to replicate it. Some of them got married to older women. Uh, I've been in a 12 year relationship with my man who's younger than me. Um, you know, it, but it older than Cam, right? Older than Cam, definitely Big older God. than Cam. Oh, yes, I think Jesus that's Christ. that's the only like where, and you see it more with uh, dads remarrying than you see with moms remarrying. But well, it's much more accepted. The stigma there is nothing, nothing compared to the stigma of an old, a younger man dating older woman. There's no, there's a huge stigma against that for you know the I don't know why either because it seems like it makes sense, logical sense. I mean, women live. Uh, almost four years longer than men. So it makes sense that if you're going to date someone, you might as well date someone younger. Yeah, and that's, uh, weirdly enough, I have like a lot of my friends in their 30s who are like, all the women I'm dating, they all just want to get married and have kids. And I'm like, bro, sounds like you need to date someone who's been married and has yeah, kids. that's in, it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people like cougars, that the fear of commitment, they're, they're not like so, you know, hung up on like, oh my God, does this person want to get married? Do they want kids? You, you're just yeah, like- The whole obligation out the window. We're just having fun. Yeah. And there's something there's something about that too that's like, uh, you're engaging with someone who's not from, doesn't have your exact same set of experiences too. So it's like, it's, there's like an, granted like, you know, you can date someone who's different culturally or from a different place and get like, there's some level of excitement to it. But there's definitely some level of excitement to be generationally different than someone is like being 10 to 15 years young. How, you said your partner was what? 10 years younger than you? 15 years no, younger than you? 15. 15. That's exciting. That's like you guys are different. If you were used to dating guys your own age, when you date someone who's 15 years younger, it's definitely going to be different. And vice versa, if you're used to dating women your age, then you date a woman who's 15 years older. It's going to be fresh. Uh, whether it's for you or not is up to you, but it's definitely going to be different. Yeah, and you're this, listening. This, to the spirit of the person too is important. So there's women my age that are already like all they talk about is their grandchildren, 
And then there's also women my age that like are really into doing something completely different with their lives, having like a younger spirit, enjoyed, you know, maybe younger music, younger comedy. I'm speaking sort of about myself there, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just a lot, a lot depends on knowing yourself and knowing, you know, what's going to make you tick. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's probably another big part of it too, is that like, as we start to learn how different everyone is like on the inside and like mentally and emotionally and uh, all that, you start to realize it's like where we're so hellbent on being like similar ages. I guess. I mean, yeah, it why? Stems, well, it really, I think it stems from this like need to partner up young. You can't have a 15 year age difference right, until right, one right. person no, is we'll... at least 40 <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> or at least one person is at least 35, just say <laughs> like legally and yeah. like socially appropriately. So like, there's no age difference dating when you're young. And I think because there's such a weird societal, not even necessarily pressure, but pre- precedent to like kind of pair up post-college or post-high school and and go up and create your relationship that way. But now with the, I wouldn't, I don't want to say popularity of, but like the destigmatization of divorce and blended families and stuff and like older uh, single women, older single men, younger single people, the apps, the like uh, kind of going out of your, it's not the same single bar that you go to to meet people and you only meet divorcees there. Now everyone is kind of in the same pot in a way. And that's really interesting in a sort of like technocratic, like a, a version of society now is like where it's like after a while, it's like, Age isn't anything but a number. Once we get to like, I keep saying that, and I don't want to. I don't want anyone to use a pull quote for like fucking age of consent laws. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like those, those are where they sh- should be, or maybe higher. But otherwise, they or they should be higher. Totally. I'm talking be about. I'm talking about older cougars, twenty fives and up, dealing with forty year olds and all that. Yeah. Uh, got myself I mean, in, in, I, and out of, in and out of in and out of traffic there like five times. Damn. Uh, I um I'm just started reading Oliver Stone's book and apparently his mom um burning light and, or uh, is that what it's uh, called? Or running from the light, for the, running for the light, seeking the light. I don't know. But it's a really good book. But um, his mom was uh, divorced his dad for uh, a guy who was like 35. I imagine she was like in her 50s. Yeah. I mean, hey. I think it's only going to become more normal. And I think porn is sort of like the vanguard of societal thing. Like, it is. Like, it is. Yeah. like porn sort of is just like, tr- we'll break down the taboo barriers first. Then yeah. from Let's not there. Hope yeah. the step parent thing, though. I mean, that well, we don't need to keep. T- but but is then it, again, isn't who, that a little we judge? Weird? Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I don't know. That one starts to get, that might be an advent of the. Uh, you know, proliferation of divorced and blended families too is like the idea yeah. of stepmoms and step siblings has been ob- obviously they are at an all time high now than they've ever been previously. Just having the idea of a step family, but this like, I mean, I guess it's like the last taboo is like incest, right? And this is the one yeah. that like puts your <laughs> taboo is like a weird way to phrase incest. Also, like, I don't is know. It taboo. <laughs> Want to fuck your stepfather? Yes. It's taboo. Taboo is such a weird word because it's like, isn't it taboo to do this thing? It's like, I think it's technically illegal and disgusting, but we can call it taboo. To feel- <laughs> like, I'm not one to kink shame, but some of these ones, some of the, some of these, like, walk the line oh, where you I'm can like, kink shame. You well, know, go ahead. You can well, kink shame. With I us. don't think it's. I don't think it's a kink shame of like. I think incest is more. Like, I mean, sorry, the step stuff is like more. 
exciting on video than it would be in like real life. Like I, I don't know. At least I'm hoping. I'm out of touch enough that I shouldn't even be wading into this topic. But yeah, I mean, porn, <laughs> porn though is not an uh, educational tool. It's it's an entertainment. Oh, and it's, it's a lot about fantasy. It's a lot about <laughs> oh, fantasy. <fuck>. Just learning. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you this, John, but you shouldn't really get all your education on uh, good sex from porn. It's just not a great idea. I figured oh, I- that out after I interviewed a, quite a few different porn stars. Oh yeah, and I, I, for the record, I know you're just busting my balls, Karen Lee, but I want to just say, like, I mean more that once it's in porn, it lands in society, it lands in bedrooms and stuff, you know, six to twelve months after the fact. It's kind of Jesus what I. You're right, though. I mean, like anal sex. When I was watching porn initially, like back, you know, in my days when I was married, I never saw any anal sex. There was never anal sex. This is a new phenomenon for those of you who just started watching porn in the last couple decades. It's new. I mean, I, I'm, I'm the age where I've, I was around for pre-internet porn and post-internet porn. Like, I, you know, I kind of developed alongside pornography. Like, I didn't have... I had di- dial-up internet until I was a freshman in college. So, like, that's it. and that's when most people's wanking takes off to an extreme is when you don't live with your parents anymore. And that coupled with a T3 internet line and uh, access to uh, Napster and Kazaa, that really, I blossomed then. But <laughs> you, there wasn't step family stuff back i mean there was so the one vintage doc uh, vintage porno uh taboo and that was a series of them uh where but that was still even that was like aunt and like sis like it, it would it would never go like and now there's thousands like it's hard not to watch incest porn because you sometimes just go like oh she's cute he's cute let me click on yeah. it and then you're like why do they have to be step siblings? Just fuck in the living room like people. This is my response. I have to put it on mute so I don't yes, hear yes. the relationship. Yeah. And if you go full but screen, the title anyway. goes away. If you but you're right. That's that's the part of the fun is that you can like tolerate it because you know it's made up. But then you know sometimes made up. But sometimes you don't want to hear don't tell your dad about this while you're yeah. wanking yeah. it. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Mean? No, and- I mean it is. Um, it they they say like I've talked to young porn stars uh, in their twenties, and if you reach twenty five, you're already a, you're already considered the stepmom. Twenty five. I know. Well, that's <laughs> it's, it's a very it's- small window that you're actually the the younger one, and then you immediately <laughs> go over and you're the older one. Yeah, you go from barely legal to MILF on your 23rd birthday. <laughs> like, it's when you get your adult braces removed, you can no longer play barely legal. <laughs> now you have to jump from the, sh- you have to start pushing the stroller. <laughs> that's so, that's, I mean, if women's ages weren't like already so, you know, in entertainment, like already so talked about and so important and so arguably toxic, the ideas around them, porn really fucking exacerbates that, really points at that, where it's like, the only two types of women are like coquettish, childlike yes. nymphos or yes. adult uh, nymphos. <laughs> I, mean- <laughs> I think I think that's why I like to put like sort of like thirst trapping stuff on TikTok. Okay, I want to yeah. show like I'm 61 years old. I am not afraid to like you know show my cleavage or something because why not? Yeah. Why the fuck that? <laughs> I'm not. You're not gonna catch me sitting here saying no. Put your cleavage away too. <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> but there's not enough confident women out there my age that are willing to do that. They're all like, you know, they go from uh, 40, they'll do thirst trapping, and all of a sudden they're grandmas. Yeah. 
Uh, you should I, just skip right over the rest I, of this stuff. I think no one should ever stop thirst trapping. Like, <laughs> for, just think about all the passerbys, the rubberneckers. Just keep thirst trapping. There's there's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of people afraid to like it or afraid to follow, but they're coming by just taking a little gander. Did, does your mom do that as well? <laughs> no, no. My mom, my mom's TikTok, my mom's TikTok account is exclusively no. My mom, my mom follows me on Instagram once a week with a different new name because she clearly keeps like forgetting her login, and it's always just like some new version of my mom, her maiden name, last name, and first name. Like that all, is hilarious. Every oh week I'm God. followed by a new. I, I, truly, probably ten percent of my followers are my yeah. mom's <laughs> dummy accounts. All because she just can't remember a login. She's like, or I've been with her when she's like, I want to go on Instagram because, you know, like I have a, I have nephews or her grandkids. She's like, the grandkids are all over Instagram. I want to watch Instagram. And it's like, okay, well, let's set up Instagram on your phone. We like open it up on my mom's phone. And I'm like, mom, you have Instagram. You have, you're downloaded <laughs> and you have an account. You have followers and you are following people. <laughs> like, how, you're how did you active. already forget about this? <laughs> Do you yeah. see why my initial YouTube channel never took off? This yes. is why. Well, you were pe- preaching to the choir at that point when uh, my mom, this is, we're recording this in August 2020 and then my mom was bragging to me on the phone about how she has Netflix now. So oh, uh, yeah, damn. yeah. <laughs> she has it now. So <laughs> she goes, uh, tell you what, tell my wife's name is Tiffany. Tell Tiffany I love Ozark on Netflix. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like my mom is like f- truly 15 years behind everyone else. So it's really ex- like I've, I think soon she's gonna find like videos of cats online. (laughs) Have you seen these? She is the norm. She is the norm. I mean, I'm the oldest living millennial. I've dubbed myself this, okay? She made us make shirts that say this. I have a shirt that, I have merch that says oldest living millennial. Uh, It's got nice cleavage showing too. Oh, all right. (laughs) I'll buy it then for myself. It's a a great t-shirt for you. I was born in 1982, which I do think is, uh, with the exception of the Karen Lee clause, the, uh, the actual mil- top end of the millennial is eighty two, I believe, or the oldest end of the millennial is like eighty one oh, wow. or eighty two, which is, which is, which makes sense because, as I said, like I'm that age where I developed a like alongside the internet. I wasn't born into a world with internet, and I wasn't raised in a world without it. Like I slowly got AOL on CD. I was part of forums. I was part of this. I here, you want to talk old school porn? Printing up black and white like super low def JPEGs of naked women oh. to bring them up into my room because we only had one computer that needed the phone line. <laughs> so I would get like this print and it would the be like my, Yeah, and like my mom like would open the door. She's like, you almost done with the computer? And it would be like and I'm like, shut the door. Shut the door. Don't look. It's like slowly printing this awful. We should ask him. We should ask him. We ask this at the end of every one of our our podcasts to our guests. Hit me. Do you have you ever walked in on a parent having sex, or vice versa? No, no, I've never walked in on my parents having sex, or, or vice versa. My dad has, in multiple times in the past, found condoms that have been you like the grossest way possible, like that were <laughs> in with the laundry by accident or oh. left by. Uh, th- again, this is how old I am. O- oldish I am. I know present company. We're all over the place, but. We used to, after I had sex, my girlfriend at the time in high school would make me run water in the condom to see if there were any holes in case we needed to do anything extra. 
Oh, that's After actually the a very smart woman. Yeah, that, well, that that was like a thing we heard about in health. So we're talking about it's it's 1998 or whatever, 1997, and they're like, you know, you could like with she's on birth control. We're using condoms, but still, the scariest thing in the world is getting pregnant. And we're like, all right, well, she's like, I'm like running water through used, <laughs> finished condoms. And then, yeah. like, forgetting oh. about it and just, like, leaving it on the bathroom sink oh, counter. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then, like, oh. going skateboarding or going to McDonald's with my girlfriend. And then my dad being like, Johnny, I found a, do yourself a favor and cl- make sure you clean up the fucking bathroom after you fuck. And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm <laughs> do like, yourself no. a favor. And then I have do to, like, exp- I try to explain, like, no, I was just running water in. Th- like, you know, and I'm like, oh. oh, no, I can't even, like, make myself sound good here. Uh, you being a responsible t- adult. Did you yeah. ever see any leaks? Were no. there ever any breakages? Never once, which is like pretty. Man. But then what you have to do is when there's no breakages, you have to turn the condom upside down and oh, pour, pour whatever's inside uh. of the drain. Because oh, you can't just uh. throw a fucking water balloon full of semen and uh, <laughs> sink water <laughs> into the garbage. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm gro- I got the two people from a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom going, gross. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, I don't you think it's, it's ever happened in like years. That's, yeah, we you- not, nothing really grosses us out. And, and we just heard something that, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, just the idea. It's just the visual of the. If there's okay. anyone that can, it's your boy, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, it's a high and mighty. Yeah. Wait, now, so here's here's a question for you, Cam. Has yeah. your you doing this with your uh doing this podcast with your mother and your and your mother taking this turn in life and this uh career approach, has this affected the way you view like like art because for me, like for example, to use an example, like I used to think n- nurse porn was hot back in the day and then my mom became a nurse and my brother (laughs) is a nurse and it's sort of like i'm like uh it's too weird to think about now and like i just can't watch that kind of stuff anymore has like are cougars burned for you online like because just like your mom's brand in a way it's a phenomenal (laughs) question uh it it was burned for a long time it was just completely off the table and then I i was on hinge and i came across a very attractive like 40 year old woman and i was like Come on, this is, and we talk about cougars all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. I know the benefits the walk, at this point. Cam, yeah. You can't just talk to talk. You got to eventually walk that fucking walk. That's it. So I was like, okay, this is it. I know they're confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, racy women. <laughs> uh, my dad has done as a mother. I, I was like, she's not looking for anything. This is it. Uh, and then this, I sh- really sorry, really shattering the mom stereotype of like, I just want my son to have a nice, like, you know, a nice little Jewish girl, a nice little <laughs> Italian girl or whatever. It's like, <laughs> I just want my son to have a courageous, older, <laughs> you know, like, genuine, <laughs> assertive and racy woman. I just, I just want my ask? son. I just want my son to have sex with an experienced, beautiful older woman. How hard is that? Is, how, is that too <laughs> this, much to ask this for? This is what would give me great joy. Hey, oh my God. I think it would give Cam great joy as well. It would have. Uh, yeah, it would have, but it didn't work I out. I went on some dates, and uh, uh, it was clear that she was looking for something more. So, mm. I, you know, it's she, not all no cougars are the same, you know? Thing, yeah. Then, you know? Yeah, well, they're... We're all like snowflakes, us cougars. Well, that's all different. Thing. That's kind of the whole problem with labels in general, right? Is right. that like the right. second someone labels something, they think they know like, oh, well, yep. then you're like this, 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 and this. <laughs> and like, as we know, as we're learning every day, everything is on a spectrum. And it's like, just because you're black. So like, you know, maybe there are 45-year-old cougars out there who are like, I'm looking to find a 25-year-old man, blah, 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 blah. But also, 
we're adopting a fucking kid and we're getting mad. Or yes. uh, I'm, I, I'm, I've got the fucking, my oh, Objin says my womb is fucking pristine. Let's get after yes. it. You know what I mean? That's like, kind of what it was like. That's it, and, I, and to and each their like, own, right? Kinda. I was kind of like, wait, no, you're wrong. My mom told me otherwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, my mom's a cougar and she says, it's like, no, no, I'm sorry, what, sir? You're like, check, let's get the check. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she's a cougar, she's not. <laughs> I'm sorry, miss, but you're no cougar, says like the younger man on the date. <laughs> and I, for that, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, uh, so... So so cougars are on the table for you. They're back That's, on the table, but yeah. uh, you know, with what a is, grain of salt. What, you is know, it, one bad apple don't spoil a whole bunch cam for crying out loud. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give I'll keep an open mind. Uh, yeah. you're more likely you're more likely to get an older woman who's done with all that than to get an older woman that still wants that. So you you know, the, I don't know the percentages. I haven't done the survey. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Not yet, but let's get that survey out there. And the survey <laughs> says they looking to fuck. <laughs> what? Uh, so, Cam, you you mentioned Bumble. So you're on you're on dating apps. And oh how, yeah, how long how long until some like when you're on these dating apps or because people do some light googling, you know, some light background research. Oh yeah. How frequently do they find out? Like, I don't want to go out with a guy who has like a sex podcast because I don't yeah. want to be a story about a weird movie theater fingering or something like that. Like, well, I don't. He also yeah. like started out like putting his clown pictures on there. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Mom, oh boy! You throw me right under the bus <laughs> over here. Why don't you tell him about how your father was murdered, and then tell him a little <laughs> bit about your clown story, your clown makeup. Sorry. Uh, thanks, mom. It's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying we had to re we had to rediscover how how to put on like a different type of look. Yeah, I was. I, I think I would broken hinge. I think it was just <laughs> I, I ran hinge. through everyone and no one was. There was no. There were no likes coming my way, and uh, my mom convinced me that I needed to restart my account because yeah, I I fucked the algorithm. Persona. Yeah, by using too many like comedy videos and my and that weren't getting any clicks like john would if you were going on bumble right now or hinge or any of these would you have taken that shot of yourself with you know your shirt up with the red nipples and everything oh would that no. be your profile picture no no it might be like the fifth or sixth one in just to know that i've got a tight bod but like the first one would be like uh me uh i don't i again i've been with again i'm so confused like i'm such the weird guy when it comes to dating like I started dating. I never even went on a technically a date with my wife that we, because we started hooking up in college. And then eventually oh. you just say like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Hey, my mom's <laughs> yeah. coming to parents weekend. Do you want to meet her? Like there's no real like I've never sat across from a woman and been like, so what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, so how old were you when you got married? I was well, I, I got married when I was like uh, 30, 30, 31. But I've been with my wife since I was 21. We we started. Yeah. 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 I was like that. I was with my husband when I was 21. I got married at 23. So, I mean, there isn't a lot of time to, you know, play the field or so. Oh, right. Yeah. And now I'm 38 with the same woman. And I'm like, someone's like talking to me about dating apps. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I don't even know about dating. <laughs> no less dating apps. And so many of my, like, you know, I have a lot of single friends, men and women are like, Gabriel, you, you, you have a good marriage. Could you have any dating advice for me? I'd be like, I, I, I couldn't even tell you what to, like, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> 
for me, my experience is like have four classes with a woman because she's got the same major as you. Become best <clears throat> friends with her. Hang out with her for four semesters before you both realize maybe you should start fucking. Like, like that was like, I'm like that's my that's the best I got. I know I'm almost forty and live in L. A. So that doesn't help you at all. But that's my dating advice. I'm gonna re-enroll in school. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what this <laughs> that's, means. That's what that might be the power move. What's a male cougar called? I mean, just a general, I, just a I regular like to predator. Call it a silver, no, a silver fox. A silver oh, fox. I, don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Silver fox. Silver fox works. That, that you know, they use the term zaddy or daddy or silver fox for like older, handsome men with. But that's that's uh, not anyone's type on this call here. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. It's like, uh, no, this is a no zaddy zone. That's a no zaddy zone. <laughs> Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross sport wagers. At my bookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Rejoice! The NFL hath returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action, use promo code MIGHTY, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At my bookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code MIGHTY and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. For over 100 years, Trico has been the leader in innovation and ingenuity for everything wiper blades. Trico is the first to mass-produce wiper blades, and they've received numerous awards from vehicle manufacturers who trust Trico to put the best product on their vehicles. One of their products, Trico's Neoform, is designed to match your vehicle's exact connection. That means no more guessing, no more hassle, and no more confusion while installing your wiper blades. Not only are they easy to install, but they are high-quality beam blades built to beat any type of weather. Trico Ultra Wiper Blades are American-made, premium beam wiper blades that shine in any weather. These wiper blades also feature a unique design that converts wind force into extra pressure, allowing for maximum windshield contact. The Trico Smart Set Wiper Blades automatically pairs the correct size and fit wiper blades specific to your vehicle. That's two wiper blades sized perfectly with the correct connection already attached. Simply visit wipers123.com, enter your vehicle information, and select whichever smart set you prefer. Trico Smart Set Monsoon for areas with heavy rainfall. Trico Smart Set Tundra for cold, snowy areas. And Trico Smart Set Storm for everything else in between. Go to wipers123.com and use promo code MIGHTY at checkout and receive $10 off your next order of $40 or more. That's wipers123.com and use promo code MIGHTY at checkout and receive $10 off your next order of $40 or more. Dollars. Let's talk a little bit more about like the cougar phenomena itself, like uh, I, it's amazing. It's hot. Is it? Is it? It's here to stay, right? Like w- women yeah. are women are having s- post 
marriage, post children, lives, you know, like outside of their families again, like, you know, whether it's because they're divorced, widowed, or like uh, just, you know, uh, never been married, maybe. Yeah, never been married. Or there's also this kind of like older, not even like Sex in the City maybe kicked it off a little bit with like uh, white, older white women, where it was like, even if I am married, it's like, I do have three girlfriends. Like, we should just be going out and dressing cute and eating and drinking and having fun. Who cares about husbands or our men? Like, we can still be good wives and all that, but we should. And I'm coming from a generation where it was just like, you, like, people didn't, like, it was like guys' night, gals' night, and then like you hung out with your husband or wife every night. So I think there's something of like, there's like a non sexualized version of the cougar too, where it's like adopt yeah. a lifestyle where it's like, I like to go out and hang out and go clubbing or doing or listen to young do listen to young music or younger comedy, whatever it might be. I like to do all this. I mean, yeah, I got I'm married to like a 55 year old union lighting technician at home, but like <laughs> I'm like, I can this, have a good time. I can still go out and have a good time. It doesn't have to be sexual or anything like that. Doesn't your wife go out with her girlfriends and just hang and oh yeah, do we, crazy we do, shit. We're, we're, you know, we're almost 40, have no children and have like individual lives. So like we don't have like a standard, I'm assuming we don't have a standard marriage of people who've been together for 17 years. Um, but like, yeah, we do all our own solo shit. It's the best. <laughs> it's, it's imperative. Like when I talk to people who've gotten divorced, I'm like, what was your, you know, word of advice be there? Like have your own life. I mean, that's really important. I see so that, that when if you do break up, that you're not like, oh, what do I do? Uh, the only thing I know is my husband. You know, or, you I know. see. Th- I see that a lot, unfortunately, with uh, widows and widowers too. When their partner passes mm-hmm. away, it's like, oh, my entire like social life or sense of identity was attached to my partner, no matter whether it's yeah. husband or wife. And you see a lot of these men be like, oh, I now I feel weird hanging out with our married couple friends because I'm like, yeah. this, it's like I, you know, and it's hard, but I think. Having your own shit to do is some of the healthiest part. The healthiest thing about mine and my wife's marriage, we always say, is that both of us travel for work separately. We oh, get so oh. much time together, and but then there'll be four days where I'm gone, and I get to live ho- hotel life by myself, and she gets to live apartment life by herself. And then every once in a while, there's a week where she has to travel for work, and she gets to live the uh, solo hotel life, and I get to have the apartment to myself. Her, it means it stays clean for a week. For me, it means I could smoke weed inside <laughs> <laughs> and play video games on the big TV. Like it's like I'm a I, I live and in a cougar. Really do nothing. It just just lay out there and and just yeah. eat eat uh, Cheetos and uh, and watch sports and be you know get yeah. high constantly. It just sounds like the best idea. It sounds great. Switch four, Cheetos. Four switch. Week. Cheetos with quesadillas and sports with 70s movies and you've got my every free night I have every guy's night I have to myself is just getting high ordering Mexican and watching old movies I know my boyfriend we totally into joining you for that that sounds right up his alley yeah. well we're probably like, close in age so upset no you're not believe me he is older than that but I was just trying you know, to do I the used to have I used to have a night like during this this time there I'd meet one friend up on our roof and have a glass of wine. And he was so happy he had these two hours by himself. Yeah. And now he's crushed because she moved away for 
a while and I'm like, oh, now we could spend time together. He's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, the, pan- I- the pandemic has really exacerbated some of those of like, hey, when is, uh, like she went, my wife went to have like social distance dinner in my friend's backyard and it was like, I had just three hours to the house of myself and I haven't had that in forever. I was like, well, I'm going to jerk off in every room. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. Nope, I just, I ordered Tex-Mex and watched um, Of Mice and Men, actually, which was oh, weird and sad. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, Cam, uh, it, in this, like, world of set, like, have you learned, this is what I guess what I wanted, uh, the question I really want to ask, and I'm going to just ask it right away. What have you learned about sex from your mom? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, cause I feel like that's such a, like, that's something that stops at 13. This is a test. Okay. (laughs) This better be good. Is there something that you've like, that you've taken from, uh, your years now of work, of working with your mom and being like, honestly, I know I say this now as my own advice or my own mantra, but I got this from Karen Lee. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Uh, my mom. Okay. (laughs) Basically I hit anytime I'm out in, in public, and considering hitting on someone, and then the voice in my head says like, "Ah, she's you know she's gonna reject you, or she she's too cute, or something like that." I have my mom's voice in the fucking back of my brain going, "Just fucking go up there, just just go hit <laughs> on her, come on, level right, three, three, two, one, three, two, one." And then so I think that's something I've learned from her, just not giving a fuck. Wait, what's what's the five, four, three, two, one? Like I can't even take credit for it. It's, it's Mel Robbins' book called uh, uh, Five Second Rule. And she's, she claims that in five seconds, your brain will uh, tell you not to do something that you've made a decision to do. You know, you'll talk yourself out of doing something, whether it be applying for a job or just walking up to a beautiful person on a train. And you let that opportunity go by and you start singing a John Blunt song. You know. James Blunt. <laughs> James Blunt. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> I saw her face in a crowded room. I got the ref, whether you got the first name right or wrong. I got uh, everybody's always got to help me with the names. But anyway, that's thank you, son. So I, I thought you were going to say communicate, communicate, communicate. I would say that's something I learned on my own. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would say that you definitely push that. You got to just go for it. Oh fuck yeah! I like that and. The idea that your mom's voice is in your head is like a wing woman when going to hit on someone in public is pretty exciting. <laughs> I'm like fighting with it. I'm like, no, quiet, mom. Just leave me alone. I just want to go home. You're a good I'm looking eat boy. Fries. What are you worried about? <laughs> oh my god, that's that's a really funny voice to be like. You're like, okay. You know what? I'm gonna ask her for a threesome. No, that would be crazy. <laughs> Come on, Cam. Five, four, <laughs> yeah. three. And you're like, you're right, Mom. I should just go for what I want in life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my job is done here, <laughs> and Cam's job is just beginning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, this has been, and in by the way, this has been a really fun talk. Uh, I thank you. I agree. I yeah, love. Thank I, you. I love talking frankly about and frankly, I love talking frankly about anything, but sex specifically, especially with strangers. It's very exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not strangers any longer, John. This is a group hug. No, I don't do think so. group virtual hug here. Yes, I'll leave my shirt on for this virtual group hug. Uh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
before we get out of here, why don't you tell uh, my listeners uh, where they can find uh, what you got going on, whether it's uh, your fuck games book, your uh, uh, <laughs> sex talk with my mom podcast, uh, your weird uh, clown bumble videos. Uh, where can people <laughs> yeah, swipe right? You to can, swipe right so to see your impression reel, <laughs> to see your SNL uh, audition tape that you put up on uh, Hinge for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Just go to Hinge, LA area. <laughs> Actually, you don't even need to be in LA at this point. I've got it on like a thirty-mile radius, so you can go out to like <laughs> He's fucking picking up people San Diego in like or Southern Illinois. Yeah, people are opening up their uh, boundaries because they're like, "Hey, I think it's all over Zoom for now, anyway." So we might as well yeah. have an Idaho uh, husband. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can just type in "sex talk with my mom," and you'll hear a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Sometimes about anal, sometimes about squirting. Oh, here you go. What are you trying so, to entice them to come to our Yeah, you want you want to hear that. Wait. Anal and squirting. What, what uh, is that? He knows the audience of High and Mighty. Uh, you bring up <laughs> you bring up you bring up squirting. There's going to be about twelve guys showing up to listen to your pod with their tarps, <laughs> ready to rock. <laughs> tarps. <laughs> Always lay down a tarp. <laughs> God, oh, the image of, I don't know what's worse now, that tarp or the the condoms. Oh, my God. I don't know. This, this is a toss-up. Now we're going to have to take a vote. <laughs> Listeners, what do you think? So anywhere, you, if you go to sextalkwithmymom.com, you can find my merch tab. You, and uh, you can find me at Karen Lee Potter on TikTok because that's where my latest, uh, you know. And this is where those is. cleavage videos are. Uh, <laughs> cleavage videos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. For the just for the listeners, say that again. TikTok. Uh, <laughs> this TikTok. is for the listeners. Karen, Karen Lee, just let me know Lee, again. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Potter. P o t e r. I've got, ex- I've got like hacker face from like an '80s movie. I'm like, we're almost in the mainframe. TikTok. <laughs> follow Karen Lee Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Your follower count is just skyrocketing as all the fucking horny 18 to 35 year olds that listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's my demographic. Yeah. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> so, sex talk with my mom. And uh, Cam, where are you on social media? And single, to... single Cam comedy. Uh, okay. I thought that was going to be your uh, Bumble name again. Single Cam. Yeah, like, no, it's, uh, it's, it's a little well. on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> still, still. I haven't had to change it in fucking years, so And we still have a applicable. Patreon page, too, by the way. Yep. Yes, he's choking. Yeah. I'm choking. <laughs> I, I mean, I tried to, like, forget anxi- about your choking. Forget about your about to asphyxiate yourself. I'd like to talk about our Patreon page, okay? It's patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. <laughs> get it out as I die. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. He's just so, choking a little bit. He'll get himself together. Check out their Patreon. I'm at gamers <laughs> on all social media. <laughs> Check out their Patreon, check out their book, check out Cam's Bumble page, go to sex, <laughs> sextalkwithmymom.com for all the from the world's oldest millennial uh, shirt and all that jazz. We did a lot of plugs. Hey, yeah, I, got the steel tra- I got the steel trap of a brain. And it's hard to focus because I, I just have TikTok full screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some good ones where I'm calling all cougars with a, like a, a pool noodle. I'm in my bathing suit. I got a lot of great stuff on there. That's S- big- say no more. I'm... I'm uh, I, I if I, I I'm not on TikTok. Didn't realize there was a horny portion of TikTok uh, or a thirsty portion of TikTok. I'm going to join now, and I'm I'll just so proud. Absolutely destroy my Discover page, like on Instagram. <laughs> now it's just all ladies <laughs> lifting weights and shit, and it's like, Dude. what did I do to myself? 
It is the same for me. I'm like, how does the, it's all yoga? It's yeah. all yoga women. My Discover page is all female powerlifters and surfing videos because it's just like I guess these are what exclusively what I like on the page. Oh. Also, maybe I should bleep that part out. <laughs> just kidding. As I said earlier, I love brutal honesty. Cam Potter and Karen Lee Potter, thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty. Thank you. Thank you so we much. It's been awesome. And uh, if you guys have guests on Sex Talk with my mom, I would love to come on and scream my uh, archaic oh. yet progressive uh, opinions on sex and all oh, that. Oh, we're very invited. We, we have games called Mama Don't Ask That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We I'm have games wish to play my with. Oh, I know. We got all kinds of fuck games. I read the book. <laughs> but game stay cougars. We can discuss it further. But we would love to have you on the podcast because uh, you are one funny dude and a great interviewer, I might add. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, reach out. Uh, I uh, we should shout out Lauren who connected us. Who I wrote back. Oh, I love cougars, and she just wrote back. Yeah, I figured. Do you want to have them? On? Like I, I just like answered like, yeah, I love cougars. She's like, no, I was asking if you like want to have them on the podcast. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that too. She was, you thought she was taking a survey. Like, I was like, survey uh, says? yeah, sure. <laughs> Do I have to like cougars? I, I didn't even understand the dynamics of the question. I was just ready to answer that. Yes, I'm a fan. Uh, so I'll come on sex. Long story short, I'll come on sex talk with my mom. Yeah, yeah. And, hell yeah. And we will have a lot of fun. And Cam, I'll be over shortly to shoot some uh, new Bumble photos for you. You oh, said you're perfect. in the LA Thank area. You. I got you. I'll bring up. My wife Thank has a nice you, camera. Lord. Yeah. Thank we'll God. Get some cute poses. <laughs> yeah. Right I, now I the cloud pics aren't working. I yeah. would love it if you would take more pics of him. It would be so fun. Do you have? Do you Thank have you, a, Mom. Do you have a shirtless hiking photo that seems to be uh, in a? What all the women hate in <laughs> that men post. Yeah, I don't, ha- and, I don't wait, have. Wait, how that did yet. you get this information? I have uh, my. I have a lot of single female friends who. Uh, oh, they yeah, like the shirtless like the hiking. Hike. They do not. They, they. I think a lot of. I think one of the overused. So here are some overused terms I've heard. Is like people saying they're fluent in sarcasm. Oh my uh, god. Oh. People, uh, men holding up fish. Men, uh, shirt shirtless in a situation where you're not necessarily shirtless, like. Standing on a mountaintop shirtless, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, shit like, like that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of like repeats like that of like, uh, you know, I'm a bourbon drinker guy, like, you know, just like these weird like personality yeah, traits. My people... favorite is a guy shirtless with a gun. Yeah, yeah. that's my favorite. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay. it, I love that. And it's weird. He wants me to grab him. It's weird that every movie I grew up watching had that on the cover shirtless guy with a gun, <laughs> but. Never really pierced my su- sexual psyche. <laughs> now, a woman with a gun, for some reason, call oh, me. Wow. Hot. <laughs> That's hot. fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm She's very anti gun. I'm very pro gun control, but if a woman wants to fire some rounds off in a tight fitting top, I'm not going to stop her. <laughs> Just a classic scumbag heterosexual man <laughs> ready to flip all his political views for the sake of a hot woman. Always. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, uh, well, thank you guys. I clearly haven't talked to anyone in a couple of days, so it was nice to <laughs> scream at you and, and hear from you this about. This has been awesome. This, this has been, been a fun. lot of fun. I'll let you guys. Yeah, know. dude. Oh well, well, let me do an official. I'm like logging off, forgetting that we're still recording. Uh, <laughs> so just I'll make sure to cut that off. Thank you again for coming on High and Mighty. As always, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Go to sextalkwithmymom.com. Check out the TikTok. Check out Cam on uh, Bumble and Hinge. I, I have my other podcast, Action Boys, on Patreon. It's a paid podcast, but check it out. And uh, as always, bye, shitheads.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.